Hey there, I'm Ian. And I'm Rachel. And we want to welcome you to our Building Contenders podcast. Here we share messages, sermons, and our weekly conversations to equip you to contend for the kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy it. Blessings. Blessings. And I think that for me is like the core of the prophetic is to actually give, put courage back in and put hope back in. It's it's a message we say again and again, um, you know, encourage the hell out of people. <laughs> and that is literally sometimes, you know. I, I think that. I, I, I don't think I prepared for this the same way I didn't prepare for almost every sermon that I ever gave. And instead of sort of like just trying to figure out what the Lord is saying to me and then assuming that that's going to be applicable to everybody else. So I I do think I have, I always think I have something from the Lord. I think that comes back from my Everton days. (laughs) Um, My Everton days for those. You have to explain that because people won't know. I, I became a Christian when I was 15 and was led to the Lord by a guy who attended this fellowship called Everton Drive. Well, the fellowship was called Agape, yes. or Agape as you Americans call it. But we called it Agape because we were very unschooled <laughs> ruffians, is what we would have described ourselves as. And, yes. you know, our spiritual mother and father, even, you know, that's how we got them, was going to Terry and Jerry Hogg, for those that know them. Um, that's how we came across them. Uh, we have relationships still to go back to 1980 for me yes. um, in that place. And while the Lord moved us on from that um, in 1994, uh, moved us on from that place, it was it was there that I first, that the very first time I, I itinerated, I didn't even know it was called itinerating. All we were doing was we were taking meetings. Yes, and we and we in like church halls, little gospel and halls, gospel and, halls, and, all and, around Belfast. And, yeah, all around. Yeah, and you would go, <laughs> and there'd be these ladies. These gospel halls were set up as a, as a sort of like, um, there was a move of God, and churches couldn't contain it, so they set up these little gospel halls to mm-hmm. make sure the gospel was being preached in neighborhoods. Um, very monastic if I look at it from a church history perspective it was this sort of very monastic thing because it was just people called the prayer and worship mm-hmm. um, but th- these were like faithful like people who who were just faithfully loving God week in week out and um, and we would go through Agape you would go before I joined Agape and uh we we would drive we would drive up and someone would be in charge and it would quite literally be (laughs) you know we were it was drummed into us the whole time yes that you had to be constant in season and out of season Mm -hmm. that it didn't matter what you felt like it mattered that you had something to share and if you have nothing to share then god is not alive in your world (laughs) that you're obviously not spending any time with god (laughs) that you're not doing your quiet, you're not praying, you're not reading your Bible, you're not doing any of that. So I think that's something mm-hmm. that was drummed into me. And then coming into the vineyard way later on, mm-hmm. realizing that that was something that John Wimber held very dear was the ability mm-hmm. to just 
tell people, you know, notoriously he would go and do these conferences, 5,000 people, and he would say to Lance Pitluck, go ahead, you're on tonight. Yeah. And this is knowing that everybody's paid a small fortune to come and hear John Wimber, and then it would be, it would just simply be somebody else on <laughs> stage, and somebody else who probably wasn't as good as John Wimber uh, in other people's minds, you know, but it's just interesting. So the whole notion of not having anything to share, yeah. I think, is... Um, is an abomination <laughs> under the Lord because <laughs> that's that's deep in me. Is you, yes. like he has to be moving in you like existentially. So right here uh, in our existence, right? I don't mean existentially philosophically, like the weird philosophy. Just mean like right here in our in our today that God is Emmanuel. That God is in fact with us. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it's been interesting just even having conversations today, but. The, the thing for me, and like I, I'm, I am largely an internal processor, and then I ex externally process and realize 90% of it was nonsense. Um, <laughs> but it all made sense when it's locked in my it head. It sounded good it in, great in your in my head. head yeah. <laughs> um, but I think as we sort of like try and grow and navigate and all of that, you know, what, what we. What I am coming to terms with is the importance of persistence. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think it's like one of those things. I, I don't I think there's a possibility we all have these character traits or these things that are very important to us that are, you know, you can call, well, my life message is this. Well, it might not be your life message. It might just be what God has been teaching you for mm -hmm. the last 40 years. Mm -hmm. And you haven't got it yet, which is how I feel. <laughs> Um, We're still God, trying to God, is, God is teaching me <laughs> persistence. Yeah. And, you know, of course, depending on your, your theological bent, Jacob, the book of Jacob or James, um, which James was it? Who knows? I, James, I'm reading from the message. I, James, am a slave of God and the master Jesus, writing to the 12 tribes scattered to kingdom come. Hello. <laughs> that is very Eugene Peterson. Hello. <laughs> Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when, you, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. I think I've, I think you should read that again. Mm -hmm. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. I, I believe this is the word of the Lord. The word of the, the word. The word. Lord. <laughs> I do. I, I really <laughs> sincerely believe that this is what God would say to each one of us. Mm -hmm. Because the, the temptation is always to stop the hurting, to, mm. to stop the confusion, to stop the storms, right? The, the temptation and drive is always, of course, always, seldom means always, but it's always mm. to cut short anything that's just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Listen, you, you, need a, you need a prophetic word. There's your prophetic word. Don't try to get out of anything prematurely. 
right? Don't don't do that because what will happen is you'll have to bring you around that way again. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're not going to learn, if you're not going to let your light shine before men that they would see your good works, if you're not going to grow into your future self, then don't try to get out of things prematurely. And we got, try to get out of things prematurely a bunch of different ways. One of them, one of them, I, <laughs> you know, as, as our life has pivoted, certainly my life has pivoted over the last little while. One of the ways that we can get out of things prematurely is we pretend like we, we pretend <laughs> that I'm not talking about faith, but it's the inability to deal with the hard truth. You know, it is the, Hey, and Hey, I am, I, I don't need this. I don't need that because everything's fine. Right. Instead of like, we all need something. Anyway, I won't go into that because that's probably a different message, but don't try to get out of anything prematurely. So stop, stop pretending, stop, stop pretending. This isn't about saying that everything is awesome. This is about saying that God is at work in my life. God is building and I am building and battling that I am growing and learning that this might be a season of growing and learning. This might be that instead of sort of saying everything's awesome all the time. Um, Let it do its work. So you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. (coughs) It's interesting that the goal I kind of think, I, I don't think, I was wondering, um, I'm getting ready to launch this three-day workshop on, basically it's on, it's called Contending for Clans, and it's really for coaches, mentors, spiritual directors, all that. This is not, this is a shameless plug. <laughs> um, and it's happening not this week, but next. And really, I have a blueprint. I have a blueprint for you to get clients. That's it. But unfortunately, you're not going to get clients if you don't, you've got clients or if you don't if you think you've got clients you don't think you need them or anything like that um but one of the things i was wrestling with is what to call it because i want to make sure that it's apostolic by apostolic i just mean that it's me doing it right this is just me doing it so i want to make sure that it's apostolic mm-hmm. uh, because the goal of the fivefold is maturity the goal of the fivefold isn't woo woo but it <laughs> just a benefit it the the goal is actually to bring the body into maturity and wondering then how much of the true apostolic fivefold you know the apostle prophet pastor teacher evangelist how much of it is actually calling people into faithful endurance Mm -hmm. not embracing a theology that is all about sickness and disease and all that and poverty and all that not embracing a weird theology but actually recalling people into a place of maturity where they're not trying to run away from the bullets. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know where I shared this, but I, I, you know, like buffaloes are apostolic, (laughs) whereas cows aren't. Not something you hear often. The great apostolic maturity that is on a buffalo, on a, on a herd of buffalo, that isn't present on a herd of cows, cows, <laughs> right? And and the reason is that when a storm comes, where did I share this? I think you shared it on the 
one of the calls. The Zoom call, the last Zoom call we had. When was that? That was, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The, so the thing about buffaloes is when a, when a raging, when a furious storm is coming, like when a furious storm is actually coming in, the buffalo runs towards the storm and the cows run away from the storm. And what happens in running into the storm? And this is probably it. And I, I'm not talking about recession, poverty, sickness, all of this. I'm talking about there's probably storms over your destiny and future that you're refusing to fight, that you're refusing to acknowledge and preparing to do the ostrich thing. I don't know whether they're certainly not still sticking their heads in the sand. <laughs> but the buffaloes will run into the storm. And what happens is they look like they're crazy. They look mad, like they look absolutely crazy, insane, mad, because there's a huge hurricane coming and they're, run I don't know if it'll be a hurricane, but a tornado coming and they're running into the storm. They're running right into the center of it. And and the, the reason, well, the, the, the alternative is to do what the cows are doing, which is running away from the storm. And these poor little, you know, cows are running away from the storm. And what happens is that the storm catches up with them and they keep running and they're running with the storm. And instead of lasting a week, you know, instead of lasting an hour, the storm then lasts three hours because they're running with the storm the whole time. <laughs> they're tracking it. <laughs> right. They're actually, they've yeah. actually almost become part, it becomes part of their environment. Mm. It becomes part of their ecosystem. Whereas what's happening with the buffalo is they're running straight into the storm and halving the halfing the time of the storm, but they're running straight into it. And as the storm's moving past them, they're running to get beyond the storm. And, and I, I just think that that's the, that's the heart of the apostolic. That's the heart of James. That's the heart of the fivefold is to say, hey, I want us to be mature and stop running away from things. Stop it. Stop it. Right? Stop running away from things and actually embrace don't try to cut off things before they're ready, right? Like, how do you decide whether something's good? It's, you know, when all these talks about Asprey and all these revivals are, are happening, all these moves of God are happening, and everybody has their own thing. It's like, well, it's because it's leadership. You know, there's, it's leadershipless. There's no leaders. That's only guarantee. That's only going to guarantee that it'll die, just to be clear. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so... So in, in all of that, like we're the, 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 thi the thing is we don't we're not going to cut it off before it's ready. Mm -hmm. Like we're not going to determine what it is. We're not going to start pruning branches before we understand what the fruit is because we judge things by the fruit, not the root, right? So we're not going to make a judgment about what's happening in any place. Like I've seen people 10 minutes after something's been announced on social media and immediately they're telling everybody what the truth is. The truth is we cannot prune until we see the fruit. We should never prune until we see the fruit. We have to see what this thing is because, but we're all in a race. Uh, we're all in this race to get out of the storm, to avoid the storm, not even get out of it. We're all in a race to avoid the storm. And what happens then is we become apathetic. We just become, oh, whatever, you know, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me and feel to address the maturing that, that God wants from us. So I love that. And this, this is for us. I believe this is for us. If you don't know what you're doing, 
<laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. This is us. This is us. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. Yes. He loves to help, and you'll get his help and won't be condescended to when you ask for it. I love that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. <laughs> wind-whipped. Whipped. Whip, cool. Whipped. <laughs> People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get away. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. Come on, people. Right? Lord, bless me. How do you want me to bless me? Oh, whatever you think. Don't think you're going to get anything keeping all your options open. That's the Bible. That's not me. Don't think you're like, if we're wondering, like, why are we struggling to get prayers answered? Well, maybe it's because we're keeping all our options open instead of saying, boom, Jesus, I would like this. I would like you to move in this way, in my family, in my health, in my finances, in my destiny. I would like you to move very specifically in this way. I see that you've done it over there. And if you've done it over there, you can do it. Right? If he's done it, if he's done it with anybody else, he can do it with you. Because mm -hmm. yeah. honestly, you're, you're not that special to be different. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you put that last bit in. <laughs> Don't yes. think you're going to get away with anything. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. Mm -hmm. When down and outers get a break, cheer. And when the arrogant rich are brought down to size, cheer. Imagine that being in the Bible. He has not read the culture of honor, but <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> Prosperity is as short-lived as a wildflower, so don't ever count in on it. You know that as soon as the sun rises, pouring down its scorching heat, the flower withers, its petal wilts, and before you know it, that beautiful face is a barren stem. Well, that's a picture of the prosperous life. At the very moment, everyone is looking on in admiration. It fades away to nothing. Anyone who meets a testing challenge head-on and manages to stick it out is mighty fortunate. For such persons loyally in love with God, the reward is life and more life. Mm -hmm. So my very dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. The gifts are, are rivers of light cascading down from the Father in light. There is nothing deceitful in God, nothing two-faced, nothing fickle, he brought us to life using the true word, showing us off as the crown of his creatures. Mm -hmm. The crown of all his creatures. So that's it. We're not allowed to get out of the storms. Not allowed to, not allowed to run away from the storms. We're allowed to get out of them, but we're not allowed to run away from them. We can't avoid them. We're to consider, consider everything pure joy, right? Consider it all pure joy. Because what happens is that in the, I should read it out in a different version, because what happens in this is that it your perseverance grows. Like that's kind of the question. Is this <coughs> that's kind of <clears throat> been my question is like, do I just walk away? Not the you know, not from not from you. 
Hopefully not. Like, but but You'd is be in this? Trouble? You know, I tried this and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Well, the easiest thing is to quit, mm -hmm. or to say, "Well, that obviously wasn't the Lord," right? Like that—that's obviously the easiest way is to try and get out of this. And the problem is, six months later, or three months later, or two years later, we find ourselves back at the same place, wondering what we're going to do. And I, I think my question is like, is this growing perseverance in me? Mm -hmm. Like, am I persevering? Let me see if I can, I've talked a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. I think one of the things um, for us is building this internal structure with God like and I, and I think it's really rooted and anchored in the love of God and knowing you are loved by God um, so that when storms come that you're anchored that you are immovable because you know um, you are deeply loved by the Father and um, there's this brilliant analogy uh, so for so for me it's like this analogy um, I heard about uh, in Canada or like Midwest was that would be kind of in Canada, um, like storms would just come in, in a minute and farmers who were out uh, could get lost in a blizzard, even though they're a foot away from their house. And so what they used to do was tie a rope to their door and then tie a rope to their barn so that if they get caught in a blizzard, uh, they would just grab the rope. And it's kind of that anchor, isn't it? It's uh, that sense of, okay, I know I can't see a thing, but I know if I hold on here, I'm going to keep walking uh, towards my back door and I'm going to get home. And people like farmers have actually had died because they'd got caught in blizzards and they were one foot away or two foot away from their house, but they didn't, they, they got totally disoriented with the blizzard. And so I think for us, like as we're, as Ian's talking about, you know, perseverance and joy and building that in, in us and not giving up and not quitting, that not being our option, is that in the blizzards that come, that we have this anchor, this rope that is tied to him, that is tied, I think, you know, to our identity in him um, so that when those crazy times come and they, they do come. We all know that is that we know that we know uh, we will, we will actually find our way home because he is our home. He is the one that never leaves us, will never forsake us. And, um, and I think that's where we have to be rooted and have to be anchored in. Otherwise we are like James says, we're to tossed in, in winds of doubt. Um, so I think it's really important. I don't know if that ties into what no, you're great. Saying, My brothers and sisters, consider it nothing but joy when you fall into all sorts of trials. Mm -hmm. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Mm -hmm. And let endurance have its perfect effect so that you will be perfect and complete, not mm -hmm. deficient in anything. I, I, just, I just love it. Mm -hmm. I just simply love that sort of because that would be a great standard if you just say, hey, is this producing endurance? Mm. Like the, you know, Romans 5, therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
through whom we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice. I want to want to just say that we we can't. There's, there's there's a bunch of people that we love and respect, and they're they're quoting people and going into some sort of marginal theology, you know, like real marginal theology um, about you know Romans, the Book of Romans. I won't, that could be a shiny thing. I'm not going to. Yeah, you could be there another. Could be there another two <laughs> hours. But um, so real fringe theology about Romans mm-hmm. one to three. Just honestly, real fringy stuff. So we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. Not only this, but we also rejoice in sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. That this, this is the, this is, this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the term apostolic hope, right? Like this is, this is really kingdom hope. Kingdom hope does not disappoint. It's not built on, fairy tales and rumors kingdom hope is built through endurance right this is a a hope that does not disappoint <clears throat> is built because it rejoices in sufferings knowing that the suffering produces endurance not defeat the suffering does not produce defeat it produces endurance and endurance character and character hope and this is the hope that doesn't disappoint it's not based on fairy tales Mm-hmm. This this hope is built of the, you know, the iron in our bones, right? It's not 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 the of, of the of the sort of like resoluteness in our mm-hmm. in our characters to say, mm-hmm. no, we're we're not we're not going to stop believing in the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. We're just not because I mean I love the way James puts it, Jacob puts it, mm-hmm. is that when we fall into trials, it's mm-hmm. not like they're ordained by God or God is you know all yeah. this nonsense. Everything happens for a reason, and He won't give you anything <laughs> that isn't too hard for you. You know He won't bring <laughs> you through anything that isn't too hard. He won't give you any trial that isn't too hard for you. What a load of nonsense! He's not giving us the trials. These are things we fall into, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> what kind of good God would bring hardship? Yeah. Like just nonsense. So, anyway, endure. Yeah. It's a good word. Persevere. <laughs> well, I think of Nehemiah, you know, it's the building and battling, isn't it? It's not getting distracted. It's the sword in one hand, and it's the, the brick, the trowel. Is that the word? Yeah, it's a sword and a shovel, really. Yeah, a sword and a shovel in the other. So I think that's what we're called to. We're called to build and battle. Um, you know, sometimes it feels like there's a little bit more battling than there is building. But uh, I think, like, that's that's our position. That's We're not to get distracted from what he's called us to do. We're not to get uh, distracted by shiny things. But it's it's what the what God has called us to, what He's called you to, what He's co- put on your life, and to stay uh, focused on that, and just to keep moving forward, to not give up, to not lose heart, to not lose your hope, um, and to stay focused on Him. You know, 
And there's there's some of you need need to just do it again. Mm-hmm. We should I should do that star scan. Do it. <laughs> <coughs> like when, when, <laughs> we just we were just, for, I, no, we were watching that stupid like what do the you call old star scan Hutch movie from like ten YouTube. years ago or whatever. And Ben Stiller's like, do it, <laughs> do it. But there's there's some like here's the thing: we have such a great opportunity to learn incredible things from the best of the best, right? So if if you want to, I'll be very personal. I, if I want to get fitter, mm-hmm. if I want to get a little bit fitter and stop feeling like I'm ninety, then there's some things <laughs> that, that I know I have to do, and diet and exercise are two of them. <laughs> Um, yes, but the reality is, I know that the good that I want to do, I won't do. Is there anybody that <laughs> your can help spirit is willing, but your flesh that's, is weak? That's right, <laughs> and and you know we we have all the really good teaching about it, which is yes. let's make the lifestyle change. Let's not try fatty things. Let's do mm-hmm. you know. Let's not do Optavia. Let's not do Atkins. <laughs> let's not do Jenny Craig. Yes. I'm advertising them all just in case they want to send me anything. Just joking. <laughs> um, but the the reality is that yeah. if we don't try, like if we don't simply try, then we're never going to get anywhere, right? Like there's there's part of it. There's part of the hey, this is what you should be culture. Like there's part of the, you know what, you you should not diet, you should have a lifestyle, you should not exercise sporadically, you should have a lifestyle, you should, there's part of that whole thing is absolutely right, a lot of it's right, but part of it results on a bunch of people just quitting, because, mm-hmm. well, I don't know how to do that, like I really don't know how to yeah. do that, and and that's one of the big things is we're, you know, mentoring a bunch of people, is that it's not that they don't want to do something, they just don't know how to do it. And sometimes they don't want to be vulnerable enough to say, hey, I just don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. So so what, whatever it is, whatever it is is on your heart, whatever God has placed on your heart to do, mm-hmm. do something. Yes. Like just do something. This week, tomorrow, tonight, do, do something. Right? Well, I've tried having a quiet time and it just no, – do something. Right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've tried doing exercising. Do, do something. And I realize this is very, you know – self-helpy but <laughs> i think the notion of perseverance and trying and all that just becomes very very important otherwise we all just quit yeah you know i didn't make my million dollars this week <laughs> well what's the point <laughs> i'll just quit i didn't get yes. the health breakthrough that i wanted this week oh well i'll just quit yeah don't quit don't quit cheer each other on because we can't really do it without each other you know we just can't. We can't do it without, you know, encouraging each other, calling the gold out, encouraging, you know, pulling each other through that that door that we otherwise can't get through without encouragement, without help, without, you know. Sometimes you have to push people through through the doors, <laughs> kick them through the door. No, I... <laughs> But I, I just think we can't do this on our own. We have to do it with each other. Amen. But All right, people. Love you guys. Do it. So- <laughs> do it. Okay, you can. I know, but I'm, I'm not going to stop. You know I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I know, I know. 
Oh, so good. So good to see some friends from home. So good to see uh, some lovely names. And those of you we, that popped on and we don't, hey, Andrew, we don't know us. Thank you, thank you, thank you that you joined us. And we will be here next Sunday, 6 p.m. <laughs> That's right. We have P a busy day next P week. Pacific time? PST. Yes. Although it's Pacific. Doesn't matter. You know, you yeah, we know. our clocks went forward last night, so yes, it's no longer PST, it's Pacific Daylight. I can't remember PDT, PSDT. Who knows? All right, <laughs> okay, we're Core just, contenders. We're just waffling. Core here, contenders, so. we'll see you on Zoom. Love you guys. Take Core care. contenders, see you on Zoom. It's on our Facebook page, on our Core Contender Facebook page. If you need the link, so we'll see you there. And Rich will be leaving. It should be prophesying for everybody <laughs> on the Core Contender page.